Hey everyone, this is Cameron Williams with Glendale Post Sermon, or GPS. We like to know where we are spiritually, mentally, and as a body of Christ. And I'm here with Brian, yet again. It's good to be here. Yeah, as always. All right, let's start navigating. All set, let's go. All right, so Brian, uh, this Sunday we were talking uh, about uh, money and actually how most of us are in the top 1% uh, in the in the world, uh, in America. Um, how do you think we can fall into the trap of ignoring how our finances affect us? Yeah, I think um, it, it makes, makes a huge difference, and we have to have an awareness. I think one, one way that, that I do it is by just being able to, to give and um, be in close relationship with like Chris and Crystal, who serve as missionaries in Africa, and um, recognizing just how honestly like ridiculously blessed I am and uh, finding ways to help kids and those parts of the world is very meaningful to me. Uh, and so it helps you to kind of get out of yourself uh, a little bit, but it's a challenge to continue to have that, that perspective and to recognize the the power that's held in it. As I mentioned on Sunday, Jesus says you can't serve both God and money. And we would probably put in something else there. We would expect like can't serve both God and the devil or can't serve both God and some lustful desire or something. But Jesus says you can't serve both those things. And I think that you find that to be true, that generally wealthy people don't have as much need for God. And if you can buy every meal that you need and you are able to pay at least most of your bills or consistently even all your bills without sweating it, you can start to have this understanding that, you know, I kind of just depend on me. Yeah. Um, yeah, we can get so caught up in, in kind of what we have to pay for and what uh, what bills we have that we can let that take our time and and not uh, kind of sit back and realize what we what we truly have, like the the air in our lungs and, and our heartbeat and, and what we have around us in nature. Um, I, I kind of like to think of an example that I think there was a study done that, uh, that Christians, um, who grew up in the church as opposed to Christians who kind of entered later through, um, being brought or through like an act of faith, uh, they, Christians that stay or have been in the church their entire lives tend to, uh, stray and, um, because it's kind of a regular part of their daily lives and so they kind of don't take any notice and so I think it's it's easy to to kind of put like that kind of stuff on the back burner the um the the bills and and the money that we have if if we've kind of had that amount our entire lives or we've we've we're just used to you know having that and yeah I, I remember the first time I got got a paycheck for my first full-time job and I was just thought, I don't even know how I'm going to spend this. And it's like this level of excitement. And then slowly you get used to it. You get used to, you know, raises. And then you start to think, well, I deserve a certain amount. And it's just like you end up um, getting to getting to a place that you can easily take for granted what it is that you have and to not be thankful to God for it. That, yes, perhaps you do your job really well. That's awesome. But who gave you that brain? Who gave you that opportunity? Uh, you're healthy enough to be able to to do it. And 
I've, I've heard it said well that um, when it comes to work, uh, you should hopefully have, have a job that you like enough to say this, but um, that you should be able to say, like, I can't believe someone pays me to do this. I can't believe that I get to do this job. And I think that perspective would help us to see the stuff that we have from a different mindset and not try to just hoard it or keep it just for ourselves, but think about how we can say, all right, what, what percentage can I give to those who, who are in need? Because it's, it's very meaningful when that happens. Yeah. Active gratitude is very healthy for us. Um, and it does take a, a bit of activeness on our parts. I think sometimes we think it's something that comes to us uh, after we've had something given to us, the, the gratitude will come. But sometimes it's just looking around and seeing what you can be grateful for and what, what you have in this moment. Um, because, you know, like I said earlier, bills can kind of get in the way. You can kind of think, oh, I don't have that much because I have to give this much. Or I don't um, have the time for, for anything else. How, how do we trust God with so many bills, do you think? Yeah, it, it's hard, and that's where that's where the rub is on this, and it's 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 a challenge to think about all the things you have to to pay for and and take care of. But I I think that oftentimes we just choose not to. Honestly, we choose to just give God a little bit, maybe at at the at the end, like oh, I paid for everything else. Now God, here let me give you give you a little bit of something, uh, and it's a challenge for us to like really like deeply consider what would it look like for me to trust God with the money that I have that, and yeah. there's debate about, well, are you supposed to tithe that what is it supposed to be 10%? Cause that was prescribed in the old Testament, but what does it look like in the new Testament? And I don't know. I think about how, and personally, I believe every person will one day meet God, and at that point, are you going to look at your finances, you know, and say like, oh, I gave you exactly 10%. Or yeah. would you rather say like, you know, I was able to give a lot more. Like, look at all the good I was able to do uh, through that. Yeah. And I just want to be a generous person. Now, honestly, as, as I talked about on Sunday, we are likely in the top 1% of the world's wealth if you make like over $30,000 a year, which seems shocking because that seems like not that much. But uh, if you have that kind of money, what would it look like for you to be just thankful and, and generous with it and recognizing the blessings that you have uh, with it? Yeah, um, I actually do think that we can um, get so caught up in what we have that we don't see what it can do. Um, like when we have our own uh, stuff to buy or when we have our own problems, we, we kind of think, well, this buys this, but for some reason we still feel that it's it's not of too much use. Like, like oh, I have all this money or I've got this, uh, but it, you know, it does this and, and it gives me this, but I can't give it here, I can't give it there. I, I feel like what would it look like if you were able to see the good it could do in something else, like in, in giving to, you know, charity or, or even giving of your time uh, to, to other people and seeing how that can grow and how that can. And I think a lot of people have a problem with um, expressing that because 
we we think that we have to you know there has to be kind of like a, a nest or or a or sum of money that we have to have in the bank so that we're so that we're good so that we're fine it's it's kind of a protection of ourselves when when really we should be giving our hope and our gratitude to you know the one we believe who created us uh i do you know it is kind of hard when when every day you have to deal with that kind of stuff you have to deal with what am i going to pay for today how am i going to make you know this amount um uh you know job security isn't always uh secure mm-hmm. but um but I, we do have to kind of look past it and, and kind of think because scripture tells us it's about the heart you know all, all over scripture it's 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 about what you feel and how you feel that and so I, I would challenge people to look in themselves and, and look at their their heart and see where that is in, in the situation. Because um, we, can, we can easily, you know, fall into that trap. Because yeah. um, it's just a daily thing, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, how do you think we can handle our money in a more Christ-driven way? I think just to recognize that it's a blessing that it's that it's not yours i think of the story of the 10 lepers who jesus heals and only one comes back and jesus basically says well where's everybody else and i think you got to really watch for the times when jesus seems to get a little upset and um it's important for us to live with as you said earlier active gratitude and I think one of the, the best ways that we can show that is with how we use our money is to say, you know, this, this isn't all mine. I'm not just going to use this for myself. What are causes that I believe in? What's a, what's a church that I believe in that I believe is doing what, what God would want them to be doing? How does, how does that look? How, how could I participate in that and be uh, actively thankful at all times? And really make a difference because of that. Yeah, we we do uh, have to realize that uh, a certain perspective needs to be adopted. Um, we can think so easily that you know how we feel about things in the moment or how we feel about things uh, for the future. That that's the reality of things. That's what what it is. But our thoughts uh, dictate almost how we feel, and we can we can give ourselves better thoughts we can give ourselves better ways of thinking and to bring it back to knowing that what we have is given to us by god it's uh, that everything um is ultimately goes back to god anyway that we can realize uh in in our present moment how how better to give and and where to give uh because then it does become more about the heart it becomes more about how you feel um, or how you drive your your feeling and thinking, um, and that's that can be really powerful. We we don't uh, tend to think that we have that much power, and that can be detrimental in a lot of ways. We don't uh, like know our worth or know how, and and that can lead to not knowing the worth of uh, a lot of other things in life. So. So yeah, I I did think it was it was pretty powerful uh you know when you said we're in the top 1%, it does put us uh puts a perspective on things. Yeah. Because what we're doing is we never feel rich because we're always looking at the one who is 
mm-hmm. richer, you know, and yeah. so it, we're constantly surrounded by that. And so none of us probably before hearing that or thinking about that would have said, Oh, I'm, I'm a rich person. But the fact is you likely are. And I think the key is starting with an awareness and just saying, okay, I, I believe that I'm rich. And I think that would change how you viewed your money. I mean, if you thought you were Bill Gates, like you would think a lot differently, right? Yeah. But in reality, compared to most of the world, we are that way. And so what does it look like for us to say, all right, I want to use what I have to bless people. And I don't want to use it all for myself. And I want to support organizations and, and causes that are doing like, good things uh, for the world. And I just think it's super helpful to start with that awareness and then go from that space. Yeah, we we live in a society where we tend to uh, compare with other people. And that's not always a bad thing. But it's, you know, and, and we also... T- either we either go one way or the other we we compare or we're you know so focused on ourselves we're like singular and i think there needs to be a little bit more of a balance there needs to be more of what what can i do in this situation and what uh and how do i affect the world like not so much how how does the world affect me and how can i make things better for myself but uh what can i do to give and what can and what does the world need from me? Mm-hmm. Uh, in, instead of just kind of you know, we have a flow of of the outside affects us, and so it's like the outside comes toward us. But we should really kind of be thinking the other way. Like, what can we do to 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 give our energy, to give what we have? Um, it's and and it is hard, especially in the society that we you know we grow up in. Um, that we've grown up in and that we have now we're we're told by every source of media that comes in that you know you're the most important thing that at the end of the day when when you sit down and you you know you only have yourself but as christians we we do know that there's something bigger than us that that when we sit down alone we have ourselves and we have god mm-hmm. um and and I I challenge people to think more about uh, even even if there isn't a, a sense of a God in your life I definitely challenge you to think more about the the people around you everyone around you and how it does affect you it's um, we're you know we're a world we're we're a we're a big body and we need to give each other more credit we need to give each other more time and we need to give each other more money. Yes. Yeah. All the time. Absolutely. Uh, well, thanks again, Brian, for joining us. Anytime. Yeah. And, uh, thank you for joining us as well on Glendale post sermon. We have a social media for the podcast at Glendale post sermon on Instagram, and you can connect with Glendale church at Glendale church of Christ on Instagram and Facebook. You can find me Cameron on Insta at cam the voice to connect. Glendale Church's website is www.glendale.church, where you can get more info about us. Our services are every Sunday at 10.30 a.m. in Glendale, California, where you can see me and Brian here. Live. Yeah. And thanks again for listening to Glendale Post Sermon. You have a good one.